Recently, the IPO world is trending. Everyone is opening their DMAT account and started investing in an IPO. So today, we are taking a deep dive into the IPO term and in this podcast, we will clear all your doubts regarding the IPO. Hello everyone, this is Nimish Mahishuri and you are listening Beat the Street podcast. Capital markets made easy. So let's understand the IPO. For basic definition, an IPO means first time a company issue shares to the public. This is when a private company decides to go public. Before the IPO, a company has very few shareholders. This include the founders, angel investors and venture capitalists. But during an IPO, the company opens its shares for sale to the public. As an investor, you can buy shares directly from the company and become a shareholder. Here are some shares allocated in an IPO. There are different investor category when it comes to the IPOs. This includes QIBs means Qualified Institutional Buyers, NIIs Non-Institutional Investor and RIIs Retail Individual Investors. The allocation of shares differs for all the above group in an IPO. As an individual investor, you come under the last category means Retail Individual Investor. As an individual investor, you are allowed to invest in small lots approx rupees 15,000. You can apply for maximum of rupees 2 lakh in an IPO. The total demand for shares in the retail category is judged by the number of applications received. If the demand is less than or equal to the number of shares in the retail category, you are offered a full allotment of shares. When the demand is greater than the allocation, it is known as oversubscription. Many times an IPO can be oversubscribed 5 times over. This means that the demand for shares exceed the supply 5 times. Like recently we have seen the 156 times subscription to the Burger King IPO, which means demand exceed to 156 times. In such cases, the shares in retail category are offered to investor on the basis of lottery. This is computerized process that ensure impartial allocation of the shares to investor. Now let's understand why does the company go public. Here are some reasons for it. To raise capital for growth and expansion. It is also seen as an exit strategy for individual uh, for initial investor and venture capitalist. Also this provide greater public awareness as IPOs are star marked in the stock market calendar. There is a lot of buzz and publicity around these events. This is a great way for company to publicize its product and services to a new set of customer in the market. Now let's understand how is an IPO issued. A private company has to take a lot of steps in the order to go public. They are includes the first step is to select investment bank as an underwriter. Here the role of, of an investment bank is to help the company to establish various details such as how much money the company hopes to raise, the type of security that will be offered, the initial price per share. For a large IPO, there are multiple investment banks involved. Creating a red herring prospectus is also a, uh, also a process in the uh, IPO issue process. The next step of the IPO process is to creating a red herring prospectus. This is done with the help of underwriters. The prospectus include various segments such as financial records, future plans for the company and the potential risk in the market and expected share price range. Many times underwriters go on roadshow in order to attract potential individual institutional investor after they create the red herring prospectus. After that SEBI and stock exchange approval, 
subscription of shares and then listing now let's understand how can you benefit from an ipo this is especially true when reputed companies announce an ipo you get a chance to buy the company's shares at a much lower price this is because once the company shares reach the secondary market the share price may go up sharply you also get higher returns if the company has a potential to grow buying shares in an ipo can be benefited to you strong fundamentals of the company mean that it has a good chance of growing bigger this can be advantageous to you as well you stand a chance to earn good returns over the long term some people also invest for listing gains means when the opening price is higher than the allotment price generally investor expect an ipo to perform well on listing due to factors such as market demand and positive bias however this does not always happen it is possible for a stock price to drop by the end of the first trading day also in reality listing gains may not actually result in a good returns for an investor in the long term so if you are a trader interested in quick returns it may be suitable but for long term investor it is important to identify a company that can offer high returns 5 or even 10 years down the line lastly to sum up ipos are the big events in the stock market for the reason the by investing in the right company you stand a chance to earn good returns in the long run but the trick is to identify the good performers from the rest thanks for patient listening subscribe our youtube channel beat the street also for latest regular updates of the share market and at last stay invested stay happy thank you